Apparently, The Cut, a YouTube channel, thinks white people are superior, or at least it's safe to assume so when they put out a video titled, So What Exactly Are White People Superior At? We're going to discuss it. We're going to get in depth about it. Then we're going to discuss a landmark that Chicago hit. It's not a good one. It's 700 homicides in the year of 2020. And then we're going to wrap up the episode discussing Trump lawyer, former Trump lawyer. It's kind of vague as to what capacity she is on Trump's legal team, Sidney Powell, and the fact that it seems like many of the things she was saying recently about voter fraud, election fraud, and ballots being switched might have been conspiracy theory. Let's get into it. Yo, this is Hanging with Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. What's up, everybody? This is K Cartoon. This is RX Phonics. We are the Audio Apes, and you are officially Hanging with Apes, a weekly Tuesday podcast where we discuss trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair and our take on it. Two guys from the south side of Chicago. There is explicit language at times, so be advised. Going over to Twitter, follow us at Hanging with Apes. Going over to our website, that's hangingwithapes.com. You can sign up for our newsletter. And if you want to listen to some really good rap and hip hop music, go to any major music streaming platform, type in Audio Apes, and our catalog pops up. It truly is the best. It truly is the best. You can follow me personally on Twitter and Instagram at Kill Cartoon. You can follow him personally on Twitter and Instagram at Rx Phonics. Very nice, very nice. Um, three different topics um, as the election news dwindles down. We start the resurgency of our more cultural, philosophical topics. Yeah. Um, so, what do you want to discuss first? We have. Um, whether or not white people are superior, according to the YouTube channel The Cut, which they put out a very, um, to say the least, wacky video. Then we have in our city, our um, beloved city of Chicago, yeah. 700 homicides achieved. Um, uh, it's an achievement these days. Um, <laughs> it, it, it actually, think about it, it is an achievement considering that we've been on lockdown for most of the year and still manage to to kill more people than other years it's <laughs> i say that facetiously i'm being sarcastic but it's it's actually pretty sickening that that's even yeah. capable and i mean it just is i mean just the egregious management of this city the egregious yeah. political leadership of this city it, it just it's fully on display when you hit numbers like that and then we have Sidney Powell, who, in my opinion, is causing a little bit of a riff within the Republican Party. So what do you feel like delving into first? Let's get into the Sidney Powell stuff. Then, then, then we'll, we'll get local and then we'll end it on a cultural note. All right. Um, so uh, it's, it's a little bit unclear as to what capacity Sidney Powell was working with the Trump administration. Um Originally, Trump did tweet that she was part of the legal team, but over the weekend, the Trump campaign put out a statement essentially distancing the campaign and Trump from Sidney Powell. Sidney Powell's claim to fame in recent times was that she was General Mike Flynn's lawyer. Uh, one thing that you 
can say about Mike Flynn uh, aside from like all of his accolades, um, you know, and in, in his in his career and and his achievements and everything like that, is that the left was very scared of him. They were scared yeah. of him as just as scared as him of him as they were Trump, and uh, there are a lot of theories out there suggesting that they were that scared of him because of his ties to the intelligence agency no. and things that he knew that your average civilian or your average person doesn't know and so it did seem like there was a concentrated effort to kind of bring him down the yeah. way that he was treated and handled uh by what many on on the right wing called the deep state yeah and so Sidney powell was his lawyer got him exonerated free and clear and obviously that became her claim to fame um it was interesting though for as smart of a guy as mike flynn is and you really see that on full display and expressed in the documentary the plot against the president did you see that documentary no, on, on amazon prime no it's pretty decent yeah. um it, it's a it's a right wing documentary. It's not as good as hoaxed or anything like that. On my opinion, in my yeah. opinion, but but it's a pretty decent documentary in terms of of how this this idea of the deep state operates and you know kind of yeah. the the efforts that they've made to kind of bring down President Trump and it was more or less a coup really since yeah. the day that he got in office. Well, in there they mention and they talk about uh mike flynn and everything like that and it's interesting because the dude seems to know a lot um and it does seem like these people they they are concerned about him in terms of like what he may know or what he can do or the sort of capacity that he could be in 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 a trump administration or really for the right wing party going forward, but it, a lot of rifts were caused, like in in the time that QAnon was sort of developing, because there was a video that circulated online of General Flynn and his family yeah. taking the the QAnon oath. They were oh, familiar yeah. with the QAnon oath, yeah. like where we go one, we go all, yeah. which is a pretty badass saying, but it's, it's associated with like this group of conspiracy theorists yeah. that. Some of them are a little bit on the deep end. Now, yeah. granted, in a previous episode, I did say how years ago things that Alex Jones said seemed like they were on the deep end. And now in today's uh, day and age of us possibly facing what they're calling a great reset and lockdowns and vaccines and everything like that, Alex Jones doesn't seem as far-fetched as he once did. Yeah. So Sidney Powell, who represented Mike Flynn... Um, I guess now it, it appears that she may be a little bit on the QAnon end of things too, and yeah. at least in terms of what information she's following. Yeah, uh, I think Tim Pool phrased it pretty well. Like a lot of what the statements that Sidney Powell made, it seemed like they were gathered from like a conspiracy theory forum, and yeah. she's just kind of perpetuating it yeah. to the public. Um, Waiting on the Kraken. Yeah, and then that was like, you know, she had uh, said that she was going to release the Kraken, which we don't know, like, what that is or yeah. if that even exists or 
or anything like that. And now it's causing a little bit of a riff ever since that statement by the Trump campaign was put out where they essentially distanced Trump and the campaign from her. It's causing a riff in, in, in the Republican Party because you're seeing it being split amongst people that are rocking with yeah. what she was on. Yeah. Um, and then people that are like, well, listen, if she has something. Yeah. We're all ears, but until then, like we kind of like we're sort of in a in a bad position yeah. because you have nothing, you've shown nothing. Yeah. And I remember Tucker getting Tucker Carlson on Fox. He was getting bashed on Twitter. He was because for that very reason, because he he brought these same questions up. Like, listen, yeah. if she has what she says she has. It's the biggest story of the century. And I've been saying that to people personally. Yeah. If she has what she says she has, honestly, even if she doesn't, but there is widespread voter fraud and, and like this, uh, the idea of this election being stolen ends up being true or even close to being true. Yeah. Well, it's the story of the century, yeah. definitely. But until we can substantiate that, it it's nothing. It's, it, it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. You, you're exactly right. And so... I didn't really understand the criticism that he was getting. I did and I didn't. I understand the criticism that he was getting from the people that were arguing, well, whatever evidence she does have, it's probably not meant for broadcast television. I'd imagine it's yeah. meant for a courtroom. Yeah. No. So in that regard, in that regard, I could understand people defending her, but but that's like in the realm of reason and in the realm of reality. But just defending her because you think that she has like this mystical briefcase of all this evidence yeah. that you have not seen, well, that's baseless and that's foundless. And you're essentially at that point doing the same thing that the left was doing with the like the the mystical evidence that they thought they had, or the 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 the, the fraudulent claims that Adam Schiff said that he had. Well, oh, we have Trump on Russia. We have yeah. him red-handed. <laughs> you're you're essentially doing the same thing. You're not living in reality. Yeah, yeah. And you don't want to become what the other side did to become irrational and take us on this road where it ended up being that well, you found nothing. This was pretty much a hoax. And you really did uh, do the whole coup thing to try and undermine President Trump's presidency mm -hmm. instead of just accepting it and moving forward. And and to me, that's where you have to be. You have to be reasonable, and you can't just go off a of feeling. Oh, Tucker, you're an asshole for saying that, or oh, for well, no. Is there evidence? Is there evidence uh, on the on the Crowder on the uh, well, the last episode that he came out with? He was talking about the Michigan votes. I was talking in, in pre-production about mm -hmm. 173 votes or voters. 73,000. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. 1,000. In the in, in trying to find out if they're registered, you don't know if they're registered or not. Everyone else is. Everyone else that voted that day, yes. When the mail-in ballots come in, they come overwhelmingly Biden. Mm -hmm. Like overwhelmingly. Like Trump only had 3% of those votes. And then when you try and find out, like, okay, well, how many registered voters per, per, per Wayne County? We don't know if they're registered, who they are, what, what. And, and, and so then he tried to find out, well, 
from the Mi- Michigan, from Michigan, like what 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 is this? Why is there this discrepancy? Can we look into it? Which is why they took forever to certify the votes because uh, uh, in Michigan, and in my opinion, is not it's not a vote. Uh, it's 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 not something you should certify until you know for sure that what's going not, on in Wayne yeah. County. But I mean, this was two hours ago. They certified already, and and it is what it is. But to me, it's like that's such a huge discrepancy. Biden won by 153,000 votes. So if we're talking 173,000 votes, well, that's that's a big make or break. And I think we should look into it, whether Biden or Trump won, whoever. But like just the fact, just to get to the truth. Did you see those Zoom calls that were circulating online of city council and Wayne, uh, Wayne County and, and, and city council members and city committee members essentially threatening the two yes. uh I, I i don't know what position they held but some sort of board members that like at first didn't want to certify the wayne county uh votes and then they were threatened and then they said that they would if it was gonna get audited but there was like no guarantee that it would end up getting audited yeah. so they went they certified it and then later on they said well we want to rescind our certification vote which there's no legal process to do that. Yeah. We want to rescind our certification vote because the only reason that we went forward with it was because we were being threatened. Like with disenfranchising the people of Wayne County. No, we want to know the truth. Yeah. It's not disenfranchising anybody. Right. Like we just, if anybody we want to disenfranchise, it's maybe like the dead voters. Like, you know. They're not alive, yeah. So they should be disenfranchised. But yeah, it's 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 wild. And he went on this whole like, basically, you're racist. That's basically what dude was saying. Yeah, exactly. You're, and, and, you're and, and like, it, it's so funny to me that we still live in the world where there are people that care about that shit. It's like, yeah. well, you could say you could throw any name in the book at me. Like, I'm gonna, I gotta do this. Like, this is what I gotta do, and and it is what it is. But I think that's sometimes like when you see stuff like that, that's what makes me or at least makes my thoughts go down the road of of civil unrest and insurrection. Because you look at a situation like that, if things don't pan out in court, we could go two years, four years, decades, Lord knows how long never even knowing if like this was legit or not because due process never took place no so what do you do either one of two things will happen if you get a scenario like that you will get the scenario where people just lay down and fold and die because or whatever it's it's the end the government wins or you get people that are like well no fuck that unrest and we're gonna do like what we gotta do yeah I was I was talking to somebody recently about this idea of if you look at the 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 time frame between George Bush and Obama, so Bush Jr. and yeah. and Obama, and and in in that time frame in that transition period, you were in the midst of of um, the Great Recession, yeah. housing market crash, all of that, and out of that time bred the Occupy Wall Street movement yeah. because everybody had felt like they were being done wrong by Wall Street, 
when essentially they weren't really being done wrong by them. They were making a lot of bad decisions, just like the people now that are all for the, you know, student loan forgiveness. Yeah. Well, you weren't really done wrong by the college or 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 the lenders or the banks or or anybody really yeah. it was a decision that you made yeah but that was the sauce that was the 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 fresh take on things that oh we're victimized by by these big entities or whatever and out of that movement bred a fringe group that were more radical and and more violent in in antifa oh. and black lives matter between the middle of obama's first term all the way into the end you had the tea party yeah. the tea party transformed into what trumpism is now yeah. that those are those people so if we get in biden an obama 2.0 that's willing to take even more authoritarian measures, yeah. you know, in terms of lockdowns, in terms of maybe even forcing people to take vaccines, or if not enforce, not forcing people to take vaccines, but forcing businesses to certify that its patrons are vaccinated, or else they're going to get hit with all type of fines and and yeah. and fees and everything like that, which is essentially in turn forcing people to give vaccines if they want to. Yeah. run their lives you know normally day to day being on the potential and the cusp of that it makes me wonder well what does just like we've seen the metamorphosis of occupy wall street to antifa and black lives matter more violent more radical do we see a metamorphosis of from from the tea party to trumpism to a more radical violent right wing now you know what i'm like yeah. what what starts to happen in these in these sections of of the political atmosphere especially when you have what appears to be a big portion of that section of that political section of the political spectrum that are willing to delve into the realm of conspiracy yeah. theory are willing to delve into the things that Sidney Powell is saying and not to say that she's doesn't have that information maybe she does and waiting for the right time but yeah. the issue is we can't just wait forever yeah. for you to substantiate it we have tangible situations like us tangible roads we can take right like for example why did those people certify also and i'm talking about wayne county the, the wayne county certification why are we not even considering a revote when there's people that are not registered or we don't know if they're registered. Why are we not up in arms about that? These are tangible situations. Tangible answers can be attained. Right. Listen, we're not certifying until we get the records on who the fuck voted. Is that not... I mean, come on. Because I don't even think... What, what, what would you do if you audit it? Like, okay, you audit people that aren't... <laughs> Register? How do you know if, if they're yeah. registered or not? If you don't have that information. So it's almost like you have to even it, it, go to it, revolt it, territory. A, yeah, exactly. And yeah. that's and that's what I'm saying. The fact that the, the mainstream media and, and local municipalities where all of these irregularities occurred, because for some reason where all of the anomalies and irregularities lie are in municipalities that are highly populated 
and seem to be widely governed by Democrats. Yeah. Is that a coincidence? Maybe. I don't want to sound like a conspiracy theorist, but that's the issue that like you're not realizing is the more and more this information comes out, like the, the type of information that Crowder provides, yeah. the type of information that Project Veritas provides, like all of these these things, there's information out there. Yeah. People are looking at it. In fact, even um, the other day I was watching Joe Rogan and uh, it was the episode with uh, Donnell Rollins and uh, Dave Chappelle. Did you yeah. see that one? Yeah. Well, I was, I was watching it. And even when he, when Joe Rogan gets into the realm of talking about the 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 fraud and everything like that, I mean, he's of the belief that Biden legitimately won, but he does bring up the fact that it's like it does seem like anytime we hear of fraudulence, it's very one-sided. Yeah, and these are questions that need to be answered because. The media yep. is not really like addressing it the way that you. It, it, what's so funny about this? You see, like how how much of like activism the media is really like involved in. To me, as a reporter for like a mainstream outlet, I would be like, "Yo, why don't we at least try to report on this? Because no. this could be the story of the century." Imagine, like I would like me running a media outlet. I would be looking at it like. CNN ain't on it. Fox ain't on it. None of these cowards are on it. This is the moment in culture, like, like the OJ trial. Or like some we, shit. Yeah. we could be the ones. Exactly. Yeah. Like we could be the ones. And even if there's not like enough fraud or 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 or, or enough uh, impropriety, yeah, where it overturns the election, the fact that we were the ones that spearheaded like this big ass move, where something's gonna be uncovered. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. Maybe not enough to overturn the election, but enough where people will regard our outlet or our periodical as the one that fought for the legitimacy and the integrity of elections. Like, yeah. that's big. That's yeah. big. But, no, it's because it's all activism. Yeah. Because you got to understand that a lot of journalism is is filled with like a lot of people that come from the in the classroom the intelligentsia so they were all taught by like activist type of people yeah. and i think that's going to be another thing that we see in the next 10 years or so where a lot of very professional outlets or, or professional fields step away from like the whole college territory of oh your credentials need to be based in like the collegiate academic system yeah. I could see that being a thing where you could probably go to a media outlet and be like, well, like, yeah, I don't have a journalism degree, but I have these hundred episodes of a podcast where you yeah. see how I've broken yeah. things out, you know, like something, something other, some other form of accreditation. Yeah. So to, to, to see how people like actual self-sufficiency, self-sufficiency. Yeah. To, to gauge if people are really good at the job or not because you're not getting a lot of that. I mean, how many reporters, how many journalists are really out on the beat, really out on the ground floor <laughs> doing what they need to do? Like, there's there's not many of no. them. And then the one that does do it in James O'Keefe, he, he gets called a quack. Like they say that he's like not real and he's yeah, quack yeah, yeah. and all of that stuff. So it, it, it's crazy. It's, it's I mean, crazy. I mean, but we live in a world where Cuomo wins an Emmy 
I know. What is that Come about? Come on, man. So, so at that point, I mean, that's fucked up. You got me sounding like Joe Biden. Come on, man. Because <laughs> it's like, what? So no journalist is going to talk about this, right? Why it, it, did he win an Emmy? Exactly. Like, what? We're not gonna. We're just gonna accept that as as. I mean, I expect it from Hollywood, but I expect journalists to kind of break that shit down. And, and that's what's that's what's so scary about the situation we're in. There's a really good, I don't know if you've seen it. It's like 17 minutes long. It's a Coach Red Pill video. Uh, I don't know if it's on his Coach Red Pill channel or his, his other channel, the Gonzalo Lira channel. Yeah. Because I, I think he said that the Coach Red Pill uh, channel would get flagged a lot or whatever. Yeah. So he had to start another channel, whatever the case. But Or maybe it's on both channels. But there's this concept that this is the first time I ever heard it yeah. from him. He calls it neoliberal Leninism. Okay. And and what and what he talks about on in that particular video is how you have our system here, political and economic, that are sort of starting to mirror China. Because if you think of China, China is communist, but they use capitalism as a tool to so, enforce so, their communism. Yeah, yeah. And so it's like, well, the, the state understands, the government, the country knows, well, we can't do what Amazon does. We can't do what Apple does. We can't, but if we work with them and, exactly. and, 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 yeah. and, and like utilize them yeah. and like essentially offer them the same power that we have as the government. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we can get we can get what 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 they produce and we can oh, yeah. use also use that same technology yeah. but at the same time what better time right and that's and and that's and and that's why the, the in essence why he was bringing up that video because it's yeah. like well you look at amazon like all the contracts that amazon has with the government he's like yeah. he talks about how amazon owns the washington post their sales are up 80 percent all Small businesses Amazon, down twenty one. Right, exactly. So you you have you have all of that like all of these scenarios where you're seeing like corporatism be bigger and stronger and more robust, government overreach be bigger and stronger and yeah. more robust, and individualism, small businesses, community dissipate because yeah. they don't really even want you having thanksgiving yeah you know what i'm saying yeah and that's what said that was actually my argument today i was talking to my sister and she was like oh well i thought because 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 I, I i i mentioned that like i was like look at who sales are up first of all um who sales are up uh walmart sales are up kohl's sales are up amazon sales are up all, all these bigger corporations small businesses they're going out of business and so then I, 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 then somehow, some way, we started talking about how uh, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez is, is, is as dumb as a box of rocks. And I was explaining to her the Amazon situation in New York. I, I, I was explaining to her like how Alexandria Ocasio Cortez, who has a degree in economics, um, she has no idea what she's talking about. Because if you remember when she was talking about like the companies. Uh, or 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 Amazon getting the 800 I think it was like an 800 billion dollar tax incentive or cut mm -hmm. or something like that that basically she was saying don't 
have them come here, we could use the eight hundred billion for something else. And well, stupid, it's an incentive. We don't have the eight hundred billion or eight billion, whatever the the money was, whatever the number was. And and as I as I was explaining to her, then my my sister tried turning around. And said, "Well, I thought you were anti corporation." I was like, "No, no, no. I'm not saying that. I'm saying the." The route that we're taking through all of this is big corporations and small uh, big corporations succeed, small businesses don't, and it becomes a government in which the government controls everything, like a society in which the government controls you because they're going to give they're going to give the same power that they they're going to give the power that they have to these corporations because it's all right, but the corporations are doing a lot of things technologically and advancing things in a way that we can't as the government yeah so we kind of need them to implement like what we're going to implement and that's what's so scary to me and that that's the the where i was getting to with when i even initially brought up the whole neoliberal marxism or neoliberal leninism is the idea that you got neoliberal, which is is like essentially more or less describes a liberal that is pro-capitalism, but Leninism, which essentially describes communism. Yeah. But in that, what where where you're at and and what you're seeing is the capability or the possibility now that you have the government on a certain tier and corporations on a certain tier. Yeah. I wouldn't doubt if you start to see the implementation of a lot of censorship. Yeah. Because if you have the idea that the only people that are, are dissidents right now are like the James O'Keefe's, the Ben Shapiro's, the Tim Pools, the Steven Crowder's, guys like us and everything like that. Well, who's to say that the government doesn't cut a deal with Facebook and Instagram and YouTube and everything like that, where they're like, all right, well, you really need to start scrubbing yeah. from from any of these harmful ideas. Because right now, like somebody could listen to us right now and there's some whack job in uh, uh, that's probably a professor at some university that can somehow take what we're saying Flip it, twist it, contort it, do some sort of mental gymnastics to make it that we're perpetuating white supremacy. Somehow, yeah. like, like yeah. remember the other day on the episode, you pointed out how uh, some professor uh, essentially was 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 uh, spewing the idea that saying illegal votes is like a racist term. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that, like like you think about the type of mental gymnastics that you have to do. Yeah. To get to a place where you could even like rationalize some like nutcase shit like that. So somebody right now out there could take what we're saying and say, oh, well, these two, you know, they um, they have internalized white supremacy. Like, you know how they the feminists like tell the chicks that that, you know, play it cool and are feminine and are loving with their man yeah. and, and are even maybe a little submissive. Oh, well, yeah. you just have internalized misogyny. So, yeah. like, that, you got a, a, a phrase or a terminology for everything. Yeah. So there's somebody out there that I'm sure c- can contort this. And so if you have an administration, which by all accounts, it seems like a Biden-Harris administration would be all for that type of shit, yeah. the way they talk. Well, who's to say that they don't start having 
task forces or task initiatives where it's like, you know what, we gotta scrub the the internet of these bad, harmful ideas. Yeah, yeah. And and now what? Now you don't have so you have the media that talks one way, and then the the opposing ideas or or alternative perspectives. At, yeah, at they're that, gone. Yeah, at that point. Um, oh, actually, before I, I I move on, it was actually three billion because I remember her, her her tweet was talking about instead we should reinvest a three billion. I don't know what the fuck I got hundred billion, but it was three billion. But at that point, anyway, moving forward. When shit like that starts happening, that's when there has to be blood on the streets. Well, Seriously, yeah, that that I think if something like that happens, bloodshed will be the only way out. Yeah, because because like at that point, are you willing to give up freedom for you know for you to be because you you, you want to order uh, something from Amazon or shop at Walmart? Like even think about. The fact that, like, if they start asking you, well, you need to have a vaccine right, in order to shop here, or you need to do this, or you need to wear this chip. That way we know where you're going because, you know, like, we need to know. That you're not going to, you know, to a place where people aren't vaccinated yeah. or whatever. This, it, it could be all type of stuff. And, and again, I do acknowledge that we are entering the realm of conspiracy yeah. theory a little bit, but it's just scary because... We're not that many steps away from that being a possibility. And technology is not far off of what the yeah, possibilities well, of all this could be. Like, think about this. Think about the fact that UBI is something that's being talked about right now. And it's being talked about because AI is going to take jobs from from humans. Yeah, or and also being talked about because they want to lock down everything and people are going to be out of work. So here's money so exactly. you could be at home like so you're that much more reliant yeah on the government so, so so just imagine just imagine pandemic expediting all this situation for companies to move more towards artificial intelligence and then ubi gets floated around and then so you have to consider all the roads that we could lead up to in order to understand where we're at and where we could go and yeah. and like you said it it, it does it, it, it could take you down the road of conspiracy theory because we, we haven't been told that we got to get chips put on us or this has to be done or, or you know, we're still in America or what seems to be what what America is uh, and, and might, might remain, but we have to consider where the powers that be are moving towards. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and it's important to be uh, like awake to the language too. Like we talked about it last week, the shit that Trudeau was saying, uh, oh, this great reset is going to uh, allow us to reimagine society so that it's a society for everyone. Like these, these aren't just like we don't already live in a society for everyone. <laughs> exactly. And then reimagine like like for a moment, take a seat and, and realize what he's saying. Wait, how reimagine how? Like, what are you talking about? Because it's all these little like phrases that that get thrown around. That we really don't actually sit down and see what rabbit hole we're really jumping into, mm-hmm. and, and and it's like, well, I don't know, I don't know that that we have to reimagine anything because I'm like a minority from the south side of Chicago, and I mean, I whatever world I live in here in America, I was able to make some moves. Yeah, you know, I I learned, I I I 
saw if 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 we were disenfranchised, like you said, well, franchise yourself. We yeah. franchised ourselves. Like we we were like, okay, well, let's play by these rules because this will allow us to do this, and 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 we can we can work outside of the box, and and it'll yield better results. And so these are things that you can do as an individual that. I, I don't know. I, I'm pretty happy. I'm from America, and I'm able to do that. I, I I never felt that there was a brick wall stopping me. You know, like I just felt that whatever predicament you're born into, you can change that in America. And and, and to me, when you start throwing around words like reimagine society and oh well, we have to change the wall. What exactly? Like I want to know what you're talking about because these are very broad, you know, yeah. terms that I I don't feel comfortable with broad terms that are veiled with nobility like oh well so everything could be better for everybody including the most unfortunate well i'm all for making things better for the unfortunate but i'm not for it coming at the cost of the quote-unquote fortunate like losing what they have, especially if they worked for it. Yeah. Because all you're going to do in the end is like make it where nobody wants to work. Like nobody, you know, that's the thing that they, that these people don't understand is that you have, you create a scenario where those that create jobs, they, they, they want to bounce. They want to bounce. And that's why you have situations like in Venezuela where the people that did have some money, did have some resources, yeah. they were able to get the hell out of there. Yeah. And the ones that did that didn't, they're there and they're living horrible lives. Mm-hmm. And it's just interesting that any government still would think that that would be the route to go. But you know, it is what it is, and it's it's uh, it's not informed is is yeah. what I would say. <laughs> um, but in the midst of leadership not being informed. Uh, Another thing they seem to be very uh, ill-informed about here in Chicago is how to deal with crime because (laughs) we hit 700 homicides. Um, That is crazy. I remember a year where we hit 500 and it was pretty baffling to me. Now, mind you, in that year that we hit 500... Um, we were already in December when we hit 500 because we're not even in December yet. Jeez. We were already in December when we hit 500. It was a very hot summer. Um, and there was no COVID pandemic lockdown. So how on God's green earth did we manage to get 700 in a year? Well, not even a whole year because we still have more than a month left to go. Yeah. We got to 700 and we've been locked down because of a pandemic. We could get to eight hundred. We could get to eight hundred, yeah, but pretty easily. I mean, what kind of leadership is that? I mean, how historically bad is Lightfoot's our mayor Lori Lightfoot's yeah. tenure? Like, looks like it's developing to be. It might be like, it, I I could see her tenure as mayor going down in history as like. They the worst mayoral term in America ever. Like I mean, <laughs> that like, terrible. Honestly, yeah, like, it like, is. It's 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 bad. And it was funny your assessment of, of it all. Before all of this, it was defund the police, and then the police was all right. We won't. We're gonna we fall buy. back. Yeah, we're, we're gonna, gonna be le- <laughs> we're gonna fall back. We're gonna be less heavy handed. So. And then on Twitter, it was trending defund CPD. 
because the crime is 700 so what are the police doing but when they were doing their job you got upset and you wanted you wanted to defund them for doing their job and now your notion is that they're not doing their job so you want to defund them and you know what's so funny <laughs> it, makes no sense. it makes no sense it's it's oh, completely man. insane but you know what's so funny i didn't even put two and two together until you just brought that up what? today as i was driving i did see a lot of heavy police presence they're probably right now like they've been probably been told after this news came out yeah. by their their chiefs or their commanders or their leadership like go out there and get busy because like now now it's getting like it's it's getting bad like you know start 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 doing something and so what do you don't let it get to 800 what do you do like there's nothing there's nothing you could do i i i hate to the fact that like it's not a laugh like mocking the, the fact that people are 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 dead but just the fact that we, we as a city would allow something like that to happen it's it's, it's pretty sad like oh you literally bullied police into not doing their job. And we saw it. We saw it the day when the riots and the lootings happened. We were in the street. We saw it with our own very eyes. Oh, we had front row tickets yeah, yeah. To, to that show. Yeah, You might as well have just handcuffed their hands behind their back because that's how they acted. That's how the police acted. They weren't doing a damn thing. And why would you when you're going to get crucified? Mm -hmm. You know, like when everybody... Because just a political aspect of it all is like oh well why why are you shooting at people or or, or or tackling people down or locking people up when you know they're protesting and that's you know that's what they're in line for let's not forget we've talked about this i mean for a few episodes is the whole the whole uh, columbus statue in which they told them you know set a perimeter protect the statue don't wear riot gear it's going to look bad and then the protesters the rioters, the looters, they proceeded to throwing bricks and ice water, like bottles of water that were frozen, at the cops. A bunch of cops went to the hospital. I mean, what we, I don't, I can't rationalize that in my mind how that even would make sense, but that happened in this city. And so, I, I don't know, I don't know where we go from here because. I, I would imagine you said defund the police because they're stopping crime. They stop stopping crime, and now it's defund the police because they won't stop crime. And so it, it just seems like one of those arguments when you are, when you get in an argument with someone and you know that their whole th idea of it is like I'm just gonna be right. Yeah. So just stop. Like I don't care how irrational I get in this argument. <laughs> you're not going to win this argument. In my mind, I'm just going to like, if you say up, I'm going to say down. If you say left, I'm going to say right. Even if it makes no sense, just to disagree with you. And that's where we're at because now that's what they're tackling because I think the uh, Mayor Lightfoot is is uh, working on a budget for the city mm -hmm. and they're trying to say, well, defund the uh, CPD. So don't be putting money into, in, 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 into police. Uh, the, the 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 whole department and it's like well, then you'll get eight hundred next year, nine hundred, way more yeah, than that, yeah. way more than I that. I hit the thousands. I Imagine. mean, everywhere everywhere where they've pushed this notion, yeah. crime has spiked. Everywhere where the police have been told to stand down or have taken a a, a more reserved, restraint yeah. type of approach, crime has spiked. Look at Minneapolis right now. 
crazy situation going on in Minneapolis. I don't know if you're familiar with it, but right now in Minneapolis, you know, their city council, they voted to abolish the police. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they voted to abolish the police okay. and they, it, they haven't gone through with it yet. But based off of the talks of abolishing the police, a lot of them, a lot of the police retired early. Yeah. A lot of them like left a job, went elsewhere, other departments, whatever the case. Well, now their crime has spiked. All crime, sexual crime, violent crime, larceny, all that shit. So... Now they're coming up with initiative to fund surrounding districts and municipalities to like help and be like auxiliary to the Minneapolis Police Department because they don't have enough police. So that's so stupid. Like you, you, you bash your cops to the point where they want to leave. You don't want to fund them. You want to abolish them. Now you're dealing with the historic rise in crime and the city council members they have no like no shame about the fact that you caused this yeah you caused this and that's the thing and it kind of goes back to the previous segment which things could get so bad where the only way out could be bloodshed is because if you notice a lot on the left especially in power i don't know what it is about the psychology or 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 the way that their mind works but it really doesn't seem like they ever like admit when they're wrong. Like things could be historically bad yeah. forever, and like they'll never be like, "Damn, like we were fuck, we were like fucking wrong. <laughs> we were very wrong. Like we were, we were as wrong as you could get about yeah. this." Like they never, they never really say that, and uh, it's it's pretty interesting because if you notice when you argue with people on the left, you could provide a lot of evidence countering their argument and like it still never clicks like for instance i recently had an argument with somebody about the fact that trump wouldn't denounce white supremacy because they were clearly going off of the cnn headlines or whatever uh fake news uh periodical that they read headline and so i showed them a video that i have on my phone of like several occasions throughout the course of fucking trump's career his political career his life where he denounces white supremacy yeah and they were like oh that's uh 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 what what they say like some crazy ass argument of oh well uh well why couldn't he do at that time when when whatever i don't know i don't even remember because it was so nonsensical but my point is hypotheticals though on their side yeah exactly and 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 yeah. totally uh, circumventing the the proof that was just presented. Yeah, like like I had this um, this debate uh, with family. They were he was saying, uh, well, what about fracking? Like how bad it is for the environment, and all that. And I was like, well, I mean, do you pay for gasoline for your car? He said, yeah. Well, I mean, you're looking at. At these people that have these businesses, these oil businesses, and, and, and it's like you it's so easy to make them look like demons, but you're in the system in which you pay for the services that they provide. Right. Like the and oil you ride a bike to work. Yeah, to work. like like are you like what do you have? Like do you have a Tesla or some shit? Like what do you have? No, well oh yes, well why not? Oh well, I can't afford I, I can't have oh, oh, all right. Because poor fucking people, poorer than you, could buy hybrids, right? No, they can't. 
they'll probably buy the cheapest car available. That's how you phase things out economically. Like you, you, you're able to keep fracking while technology gets better. And then you move into like a, a new era of new cars. So it's just like, you look at people like they're evil. You'll look at a landlord like he's evil. You'll look at, at, at a corporation like they're evil. And, and like, listen, there's things that, that people do that are bad. Yes, I'll agree with that. Anybody. But at the same time, too, it's like, have, like I, I feel like what's forgotten is the self-reflection of how you contribute to some of these things. You'll say, fuck Walmart, but then you walk your ass right into Walmart. So, uh, well, well, I thought it was, no, well, you know, I got to buy clothes. I, I don't understand. Like, so, so, so to me, it's like, well, you don't really mean what you're saying. You don't really actually take the steps to understand how no, these things exactly. actually work. Like it, it's, I, yeah. it's, it's their, their, their current talking points that, that are trendy. That's to a lot of people. Like nobody really takes the time to, I mean, not, I shouldn't say nobody, but not many people take the time to understand this stuff like we do yeah. that will actually like go deep down into the root of like what the, the situation is and be like, all right, well, where does it stem from and, and, and how will it end up? Cause even in the in the argument that you were making, you know, or your counter argument to this person about, you know, phasing out gasoline and like maybe moving to electric cars and, and stuff like that. There's a documentary. It's real interesting. It's called Planet of the Humans. It's on YouTube. I was watching it. And it's funny because in that documentary, you see also how like lithium mines where the batteries for for um, these uh, electric cars are from are so <laughs> awful for the environment that, that it's like, all right, well, how long before you start making the argument for this shit? Because yeah. it's doing harm as well. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Or yeah. uh, there's another one of like, uh, uh, I there was another. It wasn't in that documentary, but I I don't know if it's tofu or soy, where it says that like so many like plants that it kills, or or yeah, well, yeah. like there's like all this stuff that like er everything comes at a cost of something else. Yeah, you just don't wanna you just don't wanna acknowledge it. Be why? Because it's not the trending talking point of your of the uh of of the agenda bias side that you're on that's yeah. that's all it is because you're not really taking the time to really understand this stuff and yeah. what's also interesting about about that particular documentary that i just mentioned planet of the humans is that in that documentary <laughs> they the the guy that's producing it he interviews and questions a lot of people in that field of of uh of you know renewable energy, green energy, yeah. uh, 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 that whole green section, yeah, and a lot of them don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Like they're no. they are literally going off of the trend. Their 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 energy and their money and their funding is off of the fact that like this is a trendy thing that people are talking about, yes. and it's like the the current like political hot topic yeah. but they really don't know much about it, it no. and 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 that speaks a lot to sounds like dr Proud. the the situations that you saw with obama when they were giving all that federal funding to solar panels and it was a radical failure and they fucking all went bankrupt yeah it, it was, was a radical failure it went bankrupt the solar panels weren't good they weren't yeah. efficient and everything like that now what's so interesting is that in the last four years 
you've seen sort of a, a little bit of a push on solar panels. Why? Because the private sector, the market, fixed the issues that the government couldn't fix. Yeah. It's like the solar panel market is like, all right, well, this is a good idea, but we need to like make it efficient so we could compete with normal energy or, yeah. or the current form of energy so that we can be good. Yeah. Just like if you want energy, uh, electric cars or you know green cars or, or that whole field to develop efficiently and properly, yeah. you want fracking and oil and all of that stuff to be deregulated because now that incentivizes those new companies or that new technology to be as productive and efficiently as possible because yeah. it essentially needs to overthrow or dethrone the yeah. current king of energy. So in order to do that, you got to be great. You got to, it's just like if you want to dethrone the current king of, of boxing, you got to train, you got to prep, you got to, you got to be ready. Like it's, yeah. it's to dethrone anybody, there takes a, a, there's a level of preparation that goes into it that if it's being subsidized by the government, well, it has no incentive to be as great as it needs to be. Yeah. And see, and that's the thing that, that and when you take that on a political level, you see the argument. That's why you see it the left being way more extreme than the right. And that's why you see that extreme left has caused a lot more harm than mm -hmm. the extreme right is because the extreme left starts where it's at its innocence state is, well, what about the little guy? That's, that's where the argument starts for the left is what about the little guy? But, and, and then and, it starts becoming into this. It starts. But is that even their argument, though? Because well, I yeah, think yeah. I think the right right now is fighting for the little guy. <laughs> yeah, like that. What the left is fighting for is like the really really big guy. Yeah. Well, yeah, and that that with well with this election, that's where things became very weird because the Republicans are the guys fighting for the little guy. But but but, but yeah. I've always thought that that was a little bit of. Uh, of uh like misinterpretation of What's the right wing that like they because i've always heard, oh the republicans are for rich people this yeah. and that but in my lifetime i've observed that that's not really the case yeah. because it, it under depends obama on how you look at the, world. Like, the corporatists and the elites grew yeah but, it, but, the little guy shit the little guy struggled yeah, like I think I think it's depending on how you view the world because like if you notice, like people, people like okay if you're breaking down policy like the left would be the little guy that they're talking about is the guy that works at Walmart or that works at McDonald's or that works at Kohl's or that works for some entity. Mm -hmm. That's the little guy that they, that's their picture of what the little guy is. Whereas for us, when we were quote unquote. The, the little guy trying to uh, uh, like make a buck we were going the independent route that's where the right that's where the right is looking at the little guy like oh well yeah. shit you want to build well get out of your way like you do you and, and it's like so basically like the emojis for both is like two different types of of little guys one is one that buys into a system where like this is where i'll be and then uh, the other little guy is like well shit this little guy's out in the wilderness trying to like build a create, whole fucking little town create his own himself. Route. yeah and, and the issue is that the little guy that the right wing represents it's a little guy that they're not really asking for anything more all they're really asking is for you not to take away from what <laughs> they've obtained it's not like oh well 
what I have obtained, part of it is subsidized by you. No, I'm not asking for that. All I'm asking is that you don't take away what I have obtained so yeah. I could continue obtaining more. Whereas the little guy that the left represents, it's a little guy that's sort of like to a degree void of realism because it's the little guy that like wants to be able to live in a nice house in the suburbs, but working at McDonald's. Yeah. It's like, oh, well, <laughs> I want to make $25 working at McDonald's and like, because, because I, I can't, this, the McDonald's oh, yeah. wage is, is not meant for, for me and my three kids. Well, but did you ever stop to consider that? Like the, it was never meant to yeah. be for you and your three kids. It was meant for like a kid that's in like college or in high school to be able to maybe buy a cell phone and and a car yeah. and take his girlfriend out to the movies. Like it wasn't meant for you to live the American dream off that. Like that's the purpose <laughs> of like working and growing and educating yourself and investing is that there's levels to the shit. It, it, exactly. Actually, uh, I want to say it was the last Tim cast IRL episode that he had this guy called Holtep Jesus. I don't know if you've seen that one. No. In which, uh, and I, I, I want to look go back to the episode to see what they were talking about because Tim Poe, I guess he said that there was like a diagram to see whether you're more right or left. And the first question is, do you think that in society there's people that are, that are better than other people? And then Hotep, Jesus was like, well, yeah. He said, well, then that means you probably lean more towards the right. And, and that's like, at face value, seems like such a easy question question to answer right like mm. jordan probably at at, at what well, not probably at my age is significantly better than me at basketball um shit uh there's people that are going to outperform me in certain things i'm not even gonna i, I can't even touch them um there's people who are so good with computers. I'm, I'm not going to be able to touch. That's because that's what they're good at. That's what, and and they'll be able to grow from there. I think what the left makes the mistake is, well, no, they're looking at it from like, well, no, McDonald's, a McDonald's employee is just as good as a brain surgeon. Yes, you are, buddy. But no, you're not. Brain surgeons come few and far in between. Yeah, because as far as because what the, they bring, the, what the left does is they 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 blanket they blanket aspects of of economics and politics and even culture with how they blanket the aspects of their personal life it's like oh well you know you're just as important as that brain surgeon be you know you're you're my daughter you're my son and you're special to me and though you should be special to the whole world well that's that's where you get into the realm of one it's a little bit arrogant to be honest because yeah. it's self-aggrandizing like you're you're looking at yourself as like you're like this big thing when you really haven't proven it and so you want the rest of the world to look at you the same way. And they won't. And they won't because you haven't even proven it to yourself. So let alone to the other people who you haven't proven it to. And, and it's interesting because uh, I was having a discussion with somebody the other day. And we were talking about how 
certain fields like you know the police the fire department other essential workers like nurses and doctors and stuff like that they found it unfair or not right that these people don't like have like constant easy access to covid tests where like the the nfl and the nba and like those type of guys they do like they're being essentially tested every day and and everything like that yeah and they're like I. They're like I. I just think that it's wrong that we live in, in in a in a world where the people that these people call for help or or other people call for help, like they're the ones that society should be help, holding up. And I was telling them, I was like, well, that's a little bit self-aggrandizing because they work in that field. I was like, it's a little bit self-aggrandizing because what you're failing to realize is that. The reason that those players get tested the way they do is because the market has allowed it for them to get tested like they do. You got to understand that those players play for teams that are billion dollar, like they're worth billions of dollars, these teams. And these players are viewed as multi-million dollar machines, investments that they need to be fueled and oiled and, 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 operating properly and efficiently so yes the billionaire is going to make sure that his multi-million dollar machine is tested and is and is and is is uh is is healthy and everything like that and he has the money to do it and he has the money to do it you're and and that's the thing you're not understanding is like there's 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 levels to it and stuff like that and if anything a vote for Biden or a vote for the current left is making it where those essential people that this person mentioned, you're making it where they're being further removed from having the access that those players would have because the only way you can get to that place is by creating that route yourself. Exactly. Because the government can never provide that for everybody. It would never be able to do that. So the only way you could do it is providing it yourself, but yet... You would be the type of person that would vote against your own self-interest yeah. in that regard. And then you should have been like, who would buy an NFL team? You or Jeff Bezos? Exactly. <laughs> and that person would be like, oh, fuck. You're right. Because it's like, well, that's that's what happened. That's that's where, that's where you didn't really think the actual realistic aspect of this whole predicament. No, and you didn't take the logical steps to come to a clear and concise conclusion. You again took some trending talking point, yeah. maybe read the headline and maybe a few lines after that. Yeah. And like, oh, it's not fair. And that's what you came up with. And probably in your echo chamber or the people you're around, you probably said something that they rock with because they also didn't take the logical steps to come to a clear and concise conclusion. Mm-hmm. Uh, so wild, so crazy. Yeah, that's 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 uh, the society we live in is we really don't sit down and and look at the the whole scope of the argument. And when you do that, sometimes what happens, actually, probably most of the time, what should happen is a little self-reflection on how you contribute to all of it and why it is the way that it is. It's, It's pretty funny. Interesting. So wrapping up the episode, our last segment, um, I'm going to start off the segment by asking you um, 
perhaps the most pivotal question I've ever asked you in all of our years of friendship. So what exactly are white people superior at? <laughs> Everything! <laughs> they might as well have said that. That shit is so crazy. <sighs> so for a little bit of reference for people that are probably like, Jesus Christ, what the hell are these two talking about? There's a video on YouTube by the YouTube channel called The Cut. I don't really like know what their claim to fame is. I don't know what they do if they just make these type of videos um i've never encountered this youtube channel prior to hearing about this video titled so what exactly are white people superior at and they ask a bunch of people uh and it's funny because the people that they ask i don't know if you caught at the beginning of the video it says we asked a bunch of black folks but the way that folks was spelled was f-o-l-k-x because i guess uh, they're trying to do like the whole latin. but even yeah, it, and it makes even less sense than the latin x shit which like i i broke that down before um so we you already see the realm that these people are living in and your face of disgust right now is priceless but um i'm upset that's the realm of you know where these people are living in with this video and they start by asking these black folks f-o-l-k-x <laughs> um and, and it made me wonder because i was like well are these black folks like are they saying that because like do they identify as black because there were some people in that video that didn't look black at all there was like yeah. one girl that looked flat out white so i was like sorry these just people that like say they identify as black people because this is a thing now too. Yep. Weird, weird, weird. Anyway, if I haven't lost you, let me bring you back in. Um, so they start out and they ask them this question and it's just a, a, a montage of people somewhat ask, answering the question. Just such a weird concept. What are white people superior at? And then the yeah. slew of craziness begins uh of uh, the one uh, that stood out to me and i'm gonna ask you the same question was which one stood out to you the most the one that stood out to me the most was the one that the guy said black uh white people are superior at having fun i was like what <laughs> yeah. and he's like yeah they're superior at having fun because they have less stress how the fuck do you know what kind of stress a white person had like stress is relative it's relative <laughs> how do you know you don't have way less stress than that white? like what is this <laughs> that shit is hilarious. which one stood out I, the, which one stood out the most to you that one stood out but if i'm gonna be frank i'm, I'm gonna go with the one that was just straightforward he's like uh, he said what was it either pricks or dicks he's like white people are superior being dicks or something like that or pricks one of the two <laughs> and i just couldn't stop myself from laughing because that is like switch for a moment okay first of all the video has been out for a week right this shit god damn what what are the youtube guidelines because i thought this shit would be flagged by then no but it's funny because if it, the role was <laughs> that's reversed a, that's exactly the question I was about. imagine if someone said black people are superior at being dicks or pricks 
or that shit would get flagged so fast. Or any other race, if they said Mexicans, <laughs> yeah. Puerto Ricans, uh, Asians, it would get flagged so quick. Uh, Crowder was talking to uh, uh, have a half Asian. Uh, what's the the, the, oh, the his half Asian lawyer? Yeah, <laughs> and it was funny because he's like, <laughs> they're talking about it and they're laughing about it, and he's like. Shut up! You're Asian, and then and then and then stop talking. You're Asian, and then dude just stops talking, and then they're like looking up to see if like the YouTube gods come out lashing against them. And I thought it was just funny because they were just making fun of that, and it's funny. It is funny. Like if you really said Mexican, all Mexicans are dicks, right? Uh, or 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 say a rational thought like the people that are coming into this country, a lot of them are rapists. Right, and then all of a sudden you say, "Oh, he said Mexicans are rapists." He didn't say that. Then when I'm talking about the Trump situation, but yet someone just said on this video, "All white people are superior at being pricks or dicks." I, I gotta watch it again. What? And it's okay. Yeah, it's just such a huge double standard. It's insane. You have to really take something out of context with one person, yeah. and then you could take this for context. But, oh no, that's that's perfectly fine. There, there was one where the the one of the people said, "White people are superior at genocide." <laughs> it's like okay, for, all right, let's let's hold everybody Christ. just for a moment. Because obviously teachers and, and educators and, and educational institutions, they're clearly not doing their job. So let me attempt to oh, kind God. of shoehorn my way into this circumstance. Please do. I'm um, afraid. First, I would ask that person, what white person do you know has committed genocide? <laughs> like just, so just because I point them out to me so I can stay the fuck away from that person yes. because like I'm 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 like who like on the genocide so <laughs> so which white person has committed genocide point them out first let's get that out there first yeah, cuz I mean that I think more important than even doing this video and you being on this video saying that they're good at genocide I would imagine you should point that person out first that would be the most important thing so they can't continue their yeah. Their fucking hell spree of genocide. Jesus Christ. So which one? And then what people do you or did you know of that were the victims of this genocide? There's nothing. Yeah, it is yeah. hypothetical. It is made up. Now, if you're talking in a historical context, well, sure. But... They weren't the only ones that did that either then. If like you're talking that, then every race has committed some form or another of genocide. Yeah. This shit is insane. Like no, who is teaching these people or where are they going to school or what are they reading or what are they looking at? I mean, you just any race that you can think of, any ethnicity you could think of, they were just a part. I mean, Look at, like, I know it's a movie, but th this is the type of shit that happened. Apocalypto. You're fucking taking over, colonizing other native land because you want it. Then you kill them, sacrifice them. Um, who were the black slaves sold by? The black owners. Right. To white owners. It's all here. Listen, we're uh, happy doing business with you. We have to... Look at like the context of the history of, 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 of humanity and how terrible it was in many in like and where we're at now.
terrible, but and I also understand that that was the way of doing business back it then. It was, yeah. And there it was are going the norm to be ones. there are going to be things that people now, as young people do, that their grandkids are going to find egregious, and your grandkids. Their grandkids are going to think that you were probably the worst human being on earth. You're doing something now that those people, your descendants, will be like, oh, my God, I can't believe it. Yeah. That's the assembly line of history. That's how things go. In Spain, you know, some people find it disgusting. The Spaniards have that bull run where they kill bulls. And I think they, if, if I'm not mistaken, they, they made that illegal. Oh, it's done. I always wanted to do that before I died. The bull, <laughs> well, not not kill a bull. Yeah, like but just not, see that, like the no, bull no, run. No, 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 because do they they kill the bull at the bull run? I think you're thinking of the, oh the, no, yeah, the, the matadors. Yeah, that's what they're called, right? Yeah, the bull, yeah, the bullfighters. Yeah, the bullfighters. Yeah, that nah, like I, I mean, like I would, I would like hold the little red thing. Yeah. And then run. I wouldn't. I don't see why I need to kill them. Off yeah. Like I. But see, that's so normal. That was a normal part yeah, of their yeah, culture. That it, to them, they'll be like, "What are you?" Well, yeah, and that's what I'm you? saying. Like, I don't demean those people yeah. for that being part of their culture. Like, I'm not for it. I'm not trying yeah. to kill that bull because also, like, what if I think I kill him, but then I don't, and I just get him angry? <laughs> that like, that's it. Like, that's probably not. No, but you but no, stuck, I'm, ta- my friend. I, I, I'm talking about the bull run where yeah. like they let all them bulls go and you running and yeah, then like that shit is wild. I I always wanted to do that like once, but like not be it. like that close to the bull. Like kind of be like ahead of the yeah. line, but <laughs> until he until he bulldozes everybody and gets to your ass. But yeah, it's crazy. Like or or like when I went to Mexico and Puerto Rico, I saw cockfights. Like I saw those. Like. People think that that shit's like horrible, yeah. but like to to Mexicans and to Puerto Ricans, that shit. I don't know if it's legal anymore, but it's like part of the culture. Would I do that? No, I, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't. I, that's not what I'm into. But I went. I was a kid, and I saw something that was part of their culture. And in the future, if it becomes illegal and people frown upon it, they're gonna look at all those Mexicans and all those Puerto Ricans that partook in those mm-hmm. fucking festivities. Like, oh, well, what disgusting people. I'm so much better than them. Yeah. I'm so much better than them. I said, like, well, no, you're part of another era yeah. in which maybe someone sat down and said, well, listen, this is probably not good. It's not, you know. I mean, look at look at the, the simple act of playing video games. It's fun. It's cool. But is it productive? Right. You know what I mean? Like, you could be, like, what if in the future people are like, oh, that's that's just for fucking lames. Like, Damn, we're over here building. People. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, that's, and that's interesting you brought that up because... Who knows if the future, instead of making things more civilized or, and I I use the word civilized in air quotations, but maybe things become a little bit more barbaric. And then they think that like now these civilized measures that we're taking are so weak that like the masses and the majority of people in the future being like, man, fucking people didn't eat meat. What a fucking bunch of Queens, you know, like, like you, and, and then it would be the same thing. Well, you have to understand that people went through the assembly line of history and they thought that it was brutal the way animals were being killed, this, that, and the other, and everything like that. So it, like, the people can't get so like fucking high off of their own, their own shit, you know? You have to understand the times. Like, have you seen a picture of when we were in high school? Have you seen a picture of the NBA players while we were in high school? The baggiest jeans. Oh, yeah. I had them on, too. 
the suits that we would wear to to do it was all like baggier. Yeah. And now you're like, like, oh, what the fuck is wrong? Fucking zoot suits. Yeah. <laughs> it's like now you'd be like, what the fuck did this motherfucker not hear of a tailor? Yeah. Did, 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 but like because <laughs> times change even. On, on, on a fashion level like yeah. oh well, this is how things have to be tailored you have to wear it like uh, uh, your size but uh, again the 90s and early 2000s <laughs> wow. god just look at the drafts yeah. like like when they were drafted what the fuck suits they had on and i had one on too you know what i mean right and and <laughs> meanwhile meanwhile in one of the more recent nba finals fucking lebron had on a tight ass suit with 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 fucking <laughs> Shorts that didn't even reach his knees and a purse. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You remember that press conference? Yeah. That he was, was pissed. That shit was so feminine, though. Like, what he had on, and then he gets, grabs his purse. Like, well, it was a man bag, but yeah. it looks like a fucking purse. And, like, the way he, he walks, it was like he... It was like he chasseed away from that press conference. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> you've upset me. <laughs> but what I'm saying, it's just funny. The context is like, that's now... And then you think of like what he wore when he first got drafted is like totally different. Yeah, to- totally different style. And like, well, yeah, you're probably gonna be like, what the fuck was I wearing? Yeah. Oh, why? Why is that? Oh, because time passed and culture changed, didn't yeah. it? His son might grow up and like look at that 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 finals press conference where <laughs> where he chassays. <laughs> How do you say that word? Shash- Chassade? I want to know now. Where he chassades away, and and his son might be like, damn, damn, like, why were you like dressed like a queen? Like, why were you dressed like, <laughs> like you know? Like, you know, times change. It is what it is. Yeah, dude, that shit, it, it's wild. But, I mean, we have to look at things for how they change and, 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 and understand that, you know, someone that partook in World War II probably will call Japanese people Japs. Yeah. And he doesn't mean any harm by or, that. Yeah. So he, like, that's how he talks. Because all the men that partook in that war probably think of it like that. And it's like, you know, what are you going to say? Oh, you're a fucking disgusting and, human and, being. And it's, and it's true because, like, that's where the context matters. Because you could have somebody that maybe was raised in an era where saying, like, Chinaman was cool, right? Yeah. But maybe he has a friend, like a real good friend, who he loves and he's like he's like man i fucking love that chinaman like that's my guy or whatever some people will look at like the whole statement and the context and be like well he's clearly not racist because he's expressing like a great deal of love for this person yeah. but then you have the other people that'll just look at that one word oh the fact that he called him a chinaman and it'll be the end of the world for them yeah. so context ladies and gentlemen it's important That's our episode for this week. Thank you guys so much for listening. The show continues to grow because you guys keep listening. So keep on listening. Remember, we're on Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Apple, and Google. Follow us on Twitter at Hanging With Apes. Check out our merch at HangingWithApes.com. We'll see you guys next week. We're out. Peace. Peace.